all the way from beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, by way of Sacramento, California, this is Kings in the North Podcast. And now, the starting two for your listening pleasure. Standing six feet four inches tall at a Jesuit high school, the half-Greek freak, Nick Economy. And standing six feet tall out of McClatchy High School, Big Baller Ben. Kings of the North Podcast is sponsored by Cash Considerations. For donations, hit up our Patreon. Welcome back to Sack Kings in the North Podcast. It is Sunday night, the uh, normal day of taping, and we have been basically 48 hours straight on the Sevens rugby circuit. This weekend was Canada Sevens. Um, very fun, very, very tiring weekend, so... You know, you guys are tired of hearing us. We're tired of doing this. If uh, if we don't have the energy as usual, it's not because of daylight savings time, one of the worst things in history. Yeah, it's because of sevens. So with a little bit of daylight savings sprinkled. True. In. This is you know we say this is going to be a short episode and then it ends up being super long. No, we mean it this time. We're going for thirty minutes. Speed kills. Go. This is uh we're gonna get right into it. The Knicks we won in sack next game. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I really don't have anything else to say. But we will talk about the Celtics um, a little more in depth because yeah. this is kind of the uh, the weird lineup the Celtics throw at you. They don't have Kyrie; they're better. You know, is is he a, a blessing? Is he a curse? I think Good the old ju- Ewing theory. I think the the jury's out. Um, yeah, it's very weird. I think they're they're meshing since the. Uh, since the trade deadline, they have uh, marquee wins over uh, the Warriors and the powerhouse Sacramento Kings. And to... the, the, the failing Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, if we look at the good old statistics, we had five players in double figures. Who led us in scoring? Harrison Barnes. First time in Kings' career. Yeah, Buddy Love uh, came in with a hot 23 this was a this was a good game for Willie Trill. There was, you know, on the scoring ledger at least, nineteen point mm-hmm. seven boards. It was you know kind of tough to stop. Uh, what's his name? Big Al. So yeah. c- kind of gets switched onto him and Big Al's that kind of that. Uh, he can do. He's a, he's a really a utility guy. I was gonna say a combo forward. Yeah, yeah. He's not quite a center, but plays effectively and not quite a power forward, but can space the floor really well. Yeah, really this, good player. Uh, no, he's, no, he's good. He's good. Definitely, he's good. definitely a, a net positive. Yeah, like I'll give you that. Team leader for sure. Yeah, team leader. I'll give you that. Um, Gordon Hayward, you know, broke the uh, every bone in his body. Now broke the foot or who knows, dislocated. Yeah. Yada yada Ankle. yada. Last year, um, and it's been a real up and down season for him. This was showcased. Um, in the matchup versus the Kings, the previous night, actually, because they were on the second night of a back-to-back, he put up 30 points against the Golden State Warriors, and then comes out as a very poor shooting night against the Sacramento Kings, and really clutch basket at the end. Win, wins the game. So yeah. this, I think that's a, this is a microcosm. This is a wonderful word of Gordon Hayward's season. This and really game. the Celtics season. That's too. true. That's very that's very good take. Like um, but yeah, the the Kings. Really heartbreaking loss. Couple of questionable calls down the stretch, but uh, can't do anything about it now. Let's move on to the, to, to Madison Square Garden. Um, we got kicked out for telling James Dolan to, to sell the team. So uh, all we can say about this one is that the Kings won again. 
Yeah, I think the the uh, you know icing on the cake is that it's just funny. I, we were I was actually listening to this game through uh, watching it on my phone, listening through the headphones. Nine a.m. tip off. Yeah, we, we were we were at the rugby. Travesty. You know? We were at the rugby already because it's like you know forty eight hour f- festivities. So I was watching it on the phone, listening to it through the headphones, and it's like Mardi Gras out there. Exactly. It's um it's just funny. It's like you can put the the shot counter of how many times Grant Napier says MSG mm-hmm. because I mean it's like he's at a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, well that's a good good call. He's um he's from New York. And so he just loves to throw, you know, the accent gets a little, you know, taken up more a notch. Pronounced. Exactly, more pronounced. And it, it was fun having Doug there, too, because obviously Doug played um, for the Knicks back in the day before his stint with the Sacramento Kings. And if you were part of that, uh, I think, 2012 2K retro mm-hmm. phase, that was a very fun team to play with, mm-hmm. um, with Doug Christie hitting that short corner three. And, yeah, I think that's really all we got to say. Big, big game for De'Aaron. 30 points. Oh, yeah, that's... Okay, we've got to say that, yeah, at least. Huge game. 30 points, 5 rebounds, 8 assists. Um, really showing off why he is our franchise centerpiece going forward. So, really uh, a good win. Good team win. Um, let's get on to next week. First, we have... The Wizards of DC in DC. Yeah, this is the first of four games next week, so Busy pay week. attention. Busy week. Wizards of DC in DC, no John Wall, but they've been better since trading Otto Porter. Um, that, that'll be an interesting one. That team is really weirdly constructed. Jan Mahimni's on one of the worst contracts in the league, and uh, they shouldn't be winning, but they somehow are in playoff position still. And last pick of the All-Star Draft, Bradley Beal. Yes. And uh, is there anybody else notable? Dwight Howard's like, uh, he's he's alive, maybe. Maybe he's being weakened at Bernie's <laughs> by like one of his many children. Um, anyway, let's That's move good. on from, from D.C. <laughs> that got me good. Yeah, on the, we're playing the Celtics. You know, this one's in the Boston Garden. Uh, actually, now, now the TD Garden. Go back to last week's episode to hear what we have to say about the Celtics. Although, this, just with one caveat, Kyrie... Probably should play. So And it's also the first night of a back-to-back. That's, Two caveats. That sucks. Uh, yeah, we got four more of those this season. Or actually, no, three. We have three more of those this season. So, yeah, look out for a couple L's. Yeah. Um, and then, so, yeah, the second night of the back-to-back. We'll preview this one a little, little better. We got Joel Embiid coming back from, you know, his injury and their whole four mm-hmm. semi-all-star kind of deal. It's, it's our first time playing the full strength. Yeah. Uh, 76ers, and the first time we'll see Tobias Harris in that red, white, and blue of the Sixers and not the red, white, and blue of the Clippers. So uh, I got some black in that uh, color scheme as that's, well. That is true. So uh, that'll be a fun one. Last time we did see the Cl- uh, the 76ers, it came down to the wire with the Kings snatching victory from the jaws of defeat at Golden 1 Center. Yeah, I think the thing to preview, uh, the, mar- the marquee matchup, will be the... Uh, because we seem to like to run this small lineup and throw Harrison Barnes at, you know, their Everyone. best. Yeah, yeah. true. I, I think their the, best player. Yeah, the Tobias Harris. Well, not Tobias Harris isn't their best player, but he's probably the most favorable matchup for Harrison yeah. Barnes. Either so, Tobias Harris. I, I can see Harrison Barnes guarding Ben Simmons mm. and staying in front of him pretty well. Yeah, that's um, gonna be a tough cover for our for, for smaller any three smaller. Yeah, it, like you can't put. I couldn't. I wouldn't put De'Aaron on Ben Simmons. I was, I, yeah, you got you got. 
you know, pick your poison. Or you even want Bogdan. Some, you want someone who's smaller or someone who's slower. That's yeah. Bogdan or Darren. So, or scratch that. Reverse it. Um, so, that's that's the 76ers. Really good team, top to bottom. Um, they're, yeah. If you go back to last week, they're my pick for the upset of the Bucks. If it all holds and, you know, I, I think they, line. And I mean, all. I think they'd upset the Raptors. Um if they if, if it stays at the, the two se- three the seedings and the stars aligning and the Pacers losing and who knows we we still got like eighteen or something games yeah, left there's still double digit games who's left. counting um and then finally we play the Chicago Bulls of Chicago finally a scrub team yeah although we did just play the Knicks twice and uh, th- this is before we end up blowing this game uh, we we play them in Chicago and their team really shouldn't win a game ever. <laughs> They're actually one of the worst teams in the league with one of the worst coaching staffs in the league and one of the worst front offices in the league. Hashtag FireGarPox. Awful. Awful. Fact check. This is actually the first uh, game of a, a little four-game homestand. So we're actually back at Golden 1 Center. This is a Sunday 3 p.m. game. So, you know, like, it's Golden 1. It's not the Madhouse. So, very winnable game, I yeah. think. You never know, and it it it, it kicks off a homestand of four very winnable games. Yep, and four games. If we don't win, I'd be disappointed. Honestly, really, you know, really a, a we'll get into it next week because it's like that's a little too far in the future for our tiny goldfish brains to handle. Yeah, but man, we got some real winnable games. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight after this Celtics Sixers back to back. Where I could see us easily winning every game. And then mm-hmm. it's, uh, what's the month after this? April. And it's, you know, then we got some tough ones. Yeah. But, but we is... play the Cavs too. So can't be that tough. Yeah. Cavs at home. Um, so that's it for this week's look ahead to next week. Up next, we have What City, What Song? Everybody's favorite segment. Where we give ourselves a city and we give ourselves a song. So let's start. Let's jump right into it. We have D.C., District of Columbia, up first. Surprisingly, an awful city for music. Yeah, we were and, looking this up, and I was, like, dumbfounded. You know, we spread it out. The whole DMV area. Virginia, like... I, I the picked, entire state. I picked awful. too much country music, and, like, so I tried to stay away from that. Just, you know, for your guys' sake. And then Maryland, and you think, you know, you, there's some stuff, but, I mean... I, Crabs I, should make good music. I, it's true. I... Got a great one, so let me go. Or, I'll let you go second. Let, yeah, yeah. So, so let me go first, second because there's nothing else that was like even remotely interesting. I went with Father John Misty, Chateau Lobby number four. Mm. It's just a good song. What can I say? Well, there, here comes uh, the ring, here song. comes the ringer. All right, so I'm picking Genuine Pony, and this is probably the uh, the hit. Well, it was definitely the hit song in 1996, but in the years since, this is. Uh, Every Sacramento trap night, mm-hmm. that is the Dollar Shots Wednesday nights from 11 to midnight at Badlands on K Street. Not a sponsor. Hit us up, Please though. Please be a sponsor. Hit us up, though. You know, my frequent flyer miles go far there. And uh, this is, a you know, they play this song all the time, and it's great. And, you know, as, as the song goes on, the buttons on the button-down uh, start coming undone. And uh, it's it's a great time to be had. So Genuine Pony, that's DC. Up next is Boston. I'll take this one first. I'm picking Boys Like Girls, The Great Escape. 
because 10-year-old me, uh, 11-year-old me wants to, uh, would want me to pick this. Um, it's a great song to yell on a road trip or in your room if you hate your parents. And at the age of 23, I still love it. So, that's it. Yeah, and for me, you know, we got a lot of messages from fans demanding <laughs> that we bring this one up. Um, and there's nothing more iconic to Boston than the Dropkick Murphys. So you may know where I'm going with this, but we have shipping up to Boston. Yeah, this is a classic one. We got a lot of a lot of flack. A lot last, of hate mail. Last week for not... Uh, Aggressive. For, for, you know, not including that in Boston. Although, not enough love for Donna Summer. Yeah. On the flip, flip side Seriously. Of so, so there's Boston. Two of four down. And now, Keep sending us emails, though. We love reading them. Yeah. That's uh, true. Up, Sometimes. Up next, we have Philly. I'll let you go first. All right. So this one, you know, this little little sentimental value and a little pop culture. Are you going to make me cry? No, but oh. I mean, I'm not make myself cry. So this is, uh, this is Jim Croce. I got a name. So the sentimental... Um, when I was a kid, we moved from the East Coast to the West Coast and back and forth. And we had this green station wagon. My dad had this 8-track, uh, Jim Croce Greatest Hits. And Man, how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Back in Nam, we had the 8-track. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I Got a Name was the song where the lyrics were easy enough to remember. So I was singing it all the time. And then that's, uh, that's the bit of sentimental. And then the bit of pop culture. This song is featured in a little gunslinging montage in the Quentin Tarantino mega hit Django Unchained. Mm, so, Jim one. Croce, I got a name. Go for it. Nice little bit of bar trivia. Yeah. I went with something a little more uh, modern. Yeah. A little more contemporary. Uh, it's a uh, 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 should have won a Tony Award. Should have won award From the award winning musical. Oh, yes. Uh, of course. The Nightman Cometh. I have chosen the song by written, composed, directed, but and not played, but not sung by, but not sung by Charlie Kelly. The Troll Toll. Yeah, this is a Frank Reynolds classic. But all all credits go to Brad Stevens. Anyway, <laughs> up next, that's uh, a solid one. All right, so there's three of four. Uh, drunk for two for all the people who get that reference, and um. Where are we at? Chicago? Chicago. All right, so I'm picking Renegade by Styx. And Good song. Yeah, it's Fun it's a one. classic. And the reason I'm picking it is so I can bring up a whole nother tangent. So this is the song that they play at Heinz Field. That's the home of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this is a song they play when they need like that crucial fourth quarter, fourth quarter stop. And there's a big montage on the screen and everyone jumps around and it's fun. And, you know, I went to a game this last season, the home opener, and it was great. And, uh, you know, saw Patty Mahomes throw six TDs and the Steelers lost. But this is just a, the whole nother tangent. That wasn't even the tangent. The that was the tangent off the, the tangent. tangent. The whole nother thing was that uh, after, you know, the soap opera that is the life of Antonio Brown, after mustache color change number 12, mm -hmm. uh, he has been traded to the Oakland Raiders. So there's a lot of crossover between you Raider fans and you Kings fans. So, yeah, have fun with that prima donna. Um, I, I love Antonio Brown, but the man's a maniac. So, mm -hmm. I think, you know, it, it's really going to work out for those uh, upstanding white-collar Raiders fans. Yeah, and it's going to really work out for Vegas next year. That's true. So. Or uh, AT&T Park or London or wherever the hell they play. Yeah, who knows? So who, Whoever knows. that Whoever's not in Al Davis's or Mark Davis's now... 
weird bowl cut between the between the the little filaments of hair yeah. shooting out of his head. So this you is don't know. this is this actually ties back perfectly. I didn't even think of this when I brought up this tangent, but the reason or one of them that the Raiders are having such a hard time with the Vegas with the Vegas with moving to Vegas. The Maloofs are involved, uh, which I just found out uh, about that because they, they also own part of the Knights, mm. which screwed over every other NHL team. It's a fun story, though. So Vegas yeah. strong. Yeah, the, yeah. Shout the, out to Vegas. So, but don't shout out. Yeah, the Maloofs. Just not the Maloofs. They're ruining everything. The rest right. of Vegas that's not the Maloofs. Chicago. I'm going to close it out. An all-time classic hit by the amazing man known as Ye. Mm. One word. Uh... It's. It used to be an NBA commercial. Yeah. It was in NBA 2K10 with Kobe on the front. Yeah. The, the cover. Uh, it is amazing. By Ye. Yeah. Great song. That is a great one. Um, all-time classic. And that does it for this week's What City, What Song. Until next week when we have a whole new set of cities and a whole new set of songs. Thank you. Uh, send us emails with your cities and your songs at our email Kings in the North Pod at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you guys. All right, so a couple pieces of team news. We're going to start off with the rookie sensation, Marvin Bagley III. Obviously, there was that uh, scary little knee injury uh, that has kept Marvin sidelined the past basically two weeks. Um, yesterday, that would be March 9th, so two days ago from the time this podcast airs. Marvin has resumed basketball activities, so they're, you know, they want to stay vague. It's not like the NHL where they just say lower body injury, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funky. But he's resumed basketball activities, and so I I would pose the question, you want to shut him down? What do you do? No, I think the the injury wasn't some crazy thing. Yeah, it wasn't ligament damage. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't damage. You're not risking anything. And I think this is, you know, when's the last time that a Kings rookie has you know been able to play meaningful games in March and April, so you know if if the, if the kid wants to play, let him. So that for the that's the first piece of team news. Marvin Bagley resumed basketball activities Saturday, March 9th. Um, our second piece of team news is just a little statistical checkup. Um, I know a lot of people haven't been the happiest with uh, Harrison Barnes. He he might not be the greatest offensive player, but his impact on defense cannot be overstated. Um, in the four games a couple weeks ago against the Warriors, the Thunder, the T- Timberwolves, and the Bucks, the player that he guarded uh, went a combined 16 for 54 while he was guarding them. So which pretty, is pretty stellar numbers. It, yeah, that's less than 25% from the field. So that is incredible defensively, and it, it's a huge boost to a team that's been so inconsistent on defense all season. So... Uh, yeah, big kudos to him. Really has made his impact felt in his short time in Sacramento. Yeah, I mean, and he's also helping the team offensively, too. Yeah, he's been definitely. The, the short corner three. And I think, yeah, it, it was a very tough time in the season to swap multiple players. And Especially because he was playing when he was told he got traded. Yeah, and it's not like Ben McElmore was doing much. Yeah, but, if anything know, at all. But it's tough to trade these guys. And so I think, you know, we're coming into our own. That sets it up for the last piece of team news, where uh, the pregame bench festivities now mm-hmm. have a name. Yeah. So, back in the day, we had the bench mob, and then, you know, we had the goon squad, of course, and 
I have one of those t-shirts, very prized possession. Um, and now, led by Harry Giles and Frank Mason III, we have the Liddy Committee. Yeah, so, one. that's actually pretty tight. Mm-hmm. And um, look for them at every Sacramento Kings game. Um, hyping up the starters before the game. Yeah. So, there's great, team news. Great little bits of team news. Let's and move on to league news. Yeah, there's 29 other teams, so let's talk about them for five seconds. Um, the big first piece of team news... Two Eastern Conference teams have been eliminated. First up, the Cleveland... Mathematically, yeah, of course. Mathematically. The Cleveland Cavaliers... have been eliminated from the face of the they've earth. Been, they've been relegated to the NCAA. Yeah. Uh, we're in the G League. Yeah, they, they're no longer welcome in the NBA. Uh, and the second team uh, was the New York Knicks. Yeah. That was our doing. So we, we sent them to the point of no return, so that was fun. So James Dolan, sell the team. Yeah. Do it. Bad look. Just do it. Focus on your band. Yeah, or the Rangers. It's like yeah, anything that, but that the, team sucks too now. It doesn't focus on the Knicks, so we can't tell them to not focus on the Knicks. So sell the team. Uh, and another piece of team or league news. League, league. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, the big cat. Another knee injury. Yeah. Uh, this not, is after the car crash. Yeah, not good. Not related, though, apparently. Not good. Uh, he's been on a hot streak. Oof, voice crack. Hot streak Blast recently. And uh, so him being out with his knee injury is really going to hurt that team, which is good for us because they're only, what, two games back of the Kings at this moment? Maybe a game back? All right, yeah, correct. Two games. Uh, they're ahead of the Lakers, which is great. And uh, they're two games behind us, but, you know, as, as we are on the outside looking in, uh, closing in on the end of the season, it's going to be tough for them to do anything. I, and mean, I think it's this... going to be tough for us to overcome four games. So six games is going to be almost impossible. Plus, they're not even 500. So, yeah. I, like, we're not even talking about that. I was just saying is that it's probably better for them if this is any sort of injury just to shut Carl Anthony, mm-hmm. that two first name, shut him down, get a better pick. I mean, I don't know. Oh, one emergency piece of team news. Completely forgot. Uh, with the Kings' win over the New York Knicks, we have matched the the maximum win total we ever reached with DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, this is also the most wins in the 33 that we have had in a decade, which mm-hmm. is wild. Yeah. And so we'll be getting back to you once we hit, you know... 34. Hey, well, that's 35. True. That's true. 36, 37. And then, yeah, I think 38... Or sorry, 39. 39 wins is going to be a huge one because that is the that will be the most wins we've had on this current playoff drought. And then I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but mm-hmm. we're throwing a uh, a parade. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. I think we've mentioned this. Either way, we'll reiterate because that's fun. So the Browns, they went 0 and 16, and they had a parade. So our thing was like, all right, when you know when's our parade? Um, should have been, you know, at the end of the 2002 season. Yeah. But we're thinking, I think, th- like, I think 39 would be good because that's the most, I mean, we're going to hit that. Very yeah. realistic. Yeah. Will happen. Guaranteed. Um, yeah, especially with that, like, six-game stretch. Yeah, so it's only six more wins. And I think 39 would be good because it's the most wins on this playoff drought. There's a guaranteed parade if... We go forty-two and forty. Yeah, we'll file the application. Because that's over. We'll get five, the papers it's in. It's over five hundred. It's and I, I'm thinking the parade route. Mm-hmm. You got to go. Like I, I don't know if my body can handle 
if we shut down the freeway to walk from Arco to Golden One. Yeah, too long. That'd be ideal. That's six mile. We'll do a 10K <laughs> for the troops. No, so I think what we're going to do is, I. this is my this is my uh, my plan. I want to do the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I want to do Cesar Chavez slash mm-hmm. City Hall. Cause that's, where, where everybody's introduced. That's always a thing. Yeah. And then uh, the... Uh, Golden One. Yeah, the arena. I think, yeah. yeah. And so that's that's like a pretty good... And you can loop it around so it's like 10 blocks or whatever. Yep. Um, I don't know. Sacramento doesn't have much else to showcase on this parade route. We still love it all the same. But the parade's coming. Yeah. So get ready. Get if ready for have, that riot juice. If you have any connections, uh, let us know. If you have any connections with the city, <laughs> we're going to need Charlie. to... Charlie. Yeah. We're going to need to... We're going to need to... Sh- yeah. Also, my father. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to need to shut the uh, streets We're shutting down. it down. Yeah. We're shutting it John down. John Taffer style. Yeah. It's a bar rescue reference. Yeah. Good one. Anyway, that's it for... Uh, oh, final piece yeah, this, of now, League now News. Now we're cutting back into League News. Sorry. Sorry, it, it's the Lakers, but this one's important. Prayers up to Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Because he's, he's got some uh, deep vein thrombosis, thrombosis. which is... I th- a f- it's a possibly fatal yeah, condition. Yeah, I believe it's fatal to the... Uh, fatal. I believe it's similar yeah. to the Chris Bosh situation. Yeah. So Chris Bosh's problem was that, that he had chronic blood clots. And deep vein thrombosis, thrombosis is so blood... Five yeah, seriously, fast. can't. It's blood clots deep in your leg that can become aneurysms or strokes. Mm. So hopefully uh, Brandon Ingram can get this taken care yeah, of. Yeah, so basically he's shut down for the season. Yeah, let's, let's hope that he has a, a healthy rest of his life and uh, is able to resume basketball at some point. Um, really the only time that we're going to actually say prayers up for a Laker. Yeah, and maybe like he can leave the Lakers because he's kind of an interesting, fun player to watch. Yeah, let's trade him to the Pelicans and actually have some fun with him. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, So the final piece of the league final, news. The final, final, actually final piece of league yeah. news uh, is that LeBron... The king, of course. ...posted on Instagram... Hundreds of pictures of himself with, taken by other people. Yeah. So this is very, yeah. Very strange. Very weird Instagram account as well. The Ringer did a great story about it. But he most recently posted... But why did he post all this? Space Jam 2. No, because... Because he's following in Space Jam's footsteps by passing Michael Jordan yeah, so in points. LeBron... And probably points allowed, too. Yeah. You've seen his defense. That's, yeah. Although, Le- I, LeBron has never won a defensive player of the year. But there are some years where he's been very close. Pretty close, yeah. Th- this year... Well, how many Jordan have? Two? No. Three? Well, yeah. What? Well, only one. And this was in 87-88. Uh, Pre-Pippin era. Yeah. This is when they were trash. This is when they were first round exit. Yeah. This was... I think they lost the Bulls. Or not the Bulls. They are they the are Bulls. Bulls. <laughs> this is the year they lost to the bad boy Pistons. Yeah. One of like the four in a row. Yeah. Either way, this is also the year that Jordan like kind of had to do it all and he averaged 36 and everyone's comparing the current Harden season to that or maybe that's just me. Yeah, I think it's just you because Harden doesn't play defense either. Mm, yeah. So, that's a good call. Either way, offensively, very similar. So, yeah. yeah um, LeBron, he passed Jordan in scoring on some 1,400 less shots or whatever because of the use of the three-point line and yada. He's actually yada, played yada. more games though, yeah. which is kind of weird. Yeah. So, but, you know, he's, so, I was just going to say he's the greatest of all time. That, that gets us very deep that's a, that's a, disregard that. Yeah. Spoiler. We'll get we we'll, we'll get to that later. But up first, 
we have these rankings that we had yeah, come up with. Yeah, this is a new segment, one-time thing called uh, the GOAT List. And so what we have done for the... Uh, we made this in the preseason, and we decided to um, unleash it upon you as uh, <laughs> as LeBron passes Jordan in scoring. This was originally planned for January, and then LeBron had that like three-week absence Basically, uh, yeah. from, the, from the hip or groin or... Whatever went wrong. So how this works is we each did a greatest of all time list, and then we did a combined international greatest of all time that does not really impact the other at all list. It just it's just there. So we'll go reverse order from ten to one, and uh, we both have an honorable mention as well. Yeah, that's and fun. a college honorable mention. Um, so yeah, lots of moving parts. Yeah, we'll uh. We'll get started here in a second, but first, a word from our sponsors. Word. So, uh, I think I'm going to start us off with my number 10 pick. Um, really a great overall player. Uh, he, he won two titles in the mid-90s, but he uh, wasn't able to do much because of the dominance of Michael Jordan. I have Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, the Dream Shake specially. Mm. And, uh, yeah, that's it. You want to go with your number 10? Yeah, so I'm picking one. You know, it's higher on some. It's lower on others. He's got, you know, what is it? 75,000 rings? Yeah. No, I'm pretty but sure it's just 11. He just sold a couple of them for a couple million dollars, though. So, good, yeah. f- good for him. So, uh, number 10, I'm picking Bill Russell. Yeah, Seattle guy. Pretty fun. Yeah. My number 9, uh, the Beast from the South, LSU legend. The beast from the Southeast. Oof. The Beast from the TNT booth. Yep. Shaquille O'Neal. All right, number nine. Um, we'll we'll get back to to back. We'll get back to Shaq. All right, number nine for moi. I'm picking Larry Legend. Now I think, yeah, this is the uh, this is the highest white guy on my list. So, the. Uh, Good, good for that. Is that the only white guy on your list? Well, I got, an, I got an honorable mention and, and my a, college yeah. player. That's true. So Larry Legend, number nine. Well, good for him. My number eight, this might be a little controversial. He is a more recent player, but we both agreed that he deserved a top ten career. I went with oh, Tim yeah. Duncan, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, I got Tim on mine too. We'll get back to that. Uh, but... You know, Timmy, he was always one of my favorites growing up. Big fundamental. Great guy. Great lad, as Dan would say. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, so, number eight. Um, some people have him higher. I, I, I was, I don't know, I struggled to put him on this list at all, but I don't know. I'm picking Kobe, number eight. Hate him. Next. Yeah, my number seven, you've already mentioned, Larry Legend. was. He's one of my favorite all-time players. Um, Celtics are my, my East team and, uh, you know, Larry Bird, just a really fun guy to watch. If you ever get the chance to go back, back in time. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. So, um, because i can't pick another Laker or a Celtic, um, cause that's not any fun. I'm picking Tim Duncan. Number seven. We've already talked about him. He's got the rings. He's got the, the, the fundamentals. He's got the poise, the pedigree, you know, who, mm-hmm. next. My my number six is also a little controversial, mm. but uh, just like Larry, great player, same era. I went with Magic, and I do think even as a Celtics fan, that Magic is better than Larry Bird. Yeah, there you he go. He just was. He, he affected the the game in such 
such different way. He's set up for others. He can rebound. He can do everything on the floor. A lot like the modern LeBron James. Of course. Uh, number six, picking Wilt the Stilt. Yeah, great um, guy. Yeah. Good friend. Uh, yeah. He's got, uh, it seems like 10,000 records and even more kids. So, so that's my pick, number six. Yeah, so Wilt was actually my number five. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just move right on with it. All right, so um, I'm going to finish up five by uh, saying Shaq. We've already, I think, you know, we've mentioned him in, in passing. But I think Shaq doesn't get enough credit for being such a dominant force. Mm-hmm. And But in my opinion, I put him high. I put him five. Yeah. Because I think there's a there's this idea in my head that Shaq could have, I mean, a lot of people say this, could have been so much more. Yeah. Yeah, he, no, I, I agree, and that's kind of why I bumped him yeah. down. If he would have been able to stay in shape and taken some of the training stuff yeah. seriously, he would have been, if he was in this era of science and training and diet and sleep and all the, what you know, everything, the, the million dollars in the body a year. Yeah. He would be unstoppable. Uh-huh. So I, I, that's why I little I hit him with a little bump down. All right, so uh, four through one, let's go speed round back and forth. All right, number four, we have the same guy, Kareem. Yeah. So you wrote Kareem, and I wrote Luol Cinder. So that's not my Luol Cinder block. <laughs> so that's not my college pick, um, but that's my number four. All right, three. I have LeBron. Uh, Wrong. I, th- I think he's a great player, but you know, three rings. Yeah. Um, number three, I have uh, Irving Magic Johnson. This is, I think, I won't, yeah, you guys already know my one, but I, I think this is, Magic is up there for my favorite player. I There's n- no one besides LeBron that I just love tuning into on the old YouTube compilation. Really bad GM, though. Mm, yeah. All right, number two. Number two, I have Michael. You know, everybody wants to be like him. Yeah, and number two, I have Michael. Which really sets it up perfectly for number one, the king, LeBron James. It's very sad that, hashtag sad, that uh, he had to move to the Lakers and, you know. Kind yeah, of, had, to, had to knock him off for that, for sure. Yeah. Bump him down. But. Get him out of here. Um, Remove him from my presence. But he's the greatest of all time. There's there's no one who can do it like and, LBJ. And, and number, me, number one for you, that, let me just say that, like, this is just. I don't know. I mean, yeah. If you want to just put rings above everything else, and don't get me wrong, wonderful player on my top ten, but without further ado, here's the wrong answer. I have Bill Russell. You don't win. You don't win that. You don't go deep into playoffs twelve years in a row without being the greatest player of all time. You played the same number of games. It's always been eighty-two. You played the same number of playoff games, and he just won them all. Undefeated yeah. in Game 7s, he's clutch. That's just yeah, what it is. Yeah, and he doesn't sure. miss a playoffs. Mm, he doesn't He doesn't go under 500 in L.A. Eh, whatever. So. All right, so honorable mentions, this is this is fun. I think this is where mine's kind of whack, but I just had to add it because a wonderful player. So you pick Carl Malone, which is a very, very nice 11. Water Malone. <laughs> yeah, the mailman. Yeah. And I picked his counterpart, John Stockton. So he's another I mean, good eleven too. I, so I think on a lot of lists, John Stockton's lower, but I, th- I don't think he gets enough credit. Yeah. For just one of the most untouchable records 
in the league. Easily. The assist record will never be touched. Yeah. And honestly, the steals record probably won't either. And neither will the single rebound, single game rebounding record held by Wilt, 46, won't be touched. So college, who would you go with? I went with uh, UCLA great, uh, Bill Walton, big deadhead, <laughs> Bill Walton. Yeah, um, could be a big, great, could be a big meth head. Too. One of the one of the greatest passers of all time, you know, for a big man at least. Of course, um, and for college, so another pretty unbreakable record in this era of one mm-hmm. and done. I picked Pistol Pete Maravich, mm-hmm. and uh, in three years in uh, da, 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 three years of college ball at LSU. He averaged nearly 44 points a game. So, that's wild, and that's never going to be touched. Yeah, no way. So, that's my college uh, baller. And then, because we told you we'd get out of here in 30 minutes, and we're sorry we're over, we're going to run through, uh, back and forth, the international GOAT list. Uh, so, starting at number 10, we have Pau Gasol. Career's not over. Room to move up, but he's a, he's a good player. He's looking like he's going to retire soon. Nine, Jordan teammate, Tony Kukoc, go. Number eight, Manu Ginobili, form, recently retired. Number seven, Ming Yao slash Yao Ming. Number six, Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, number five, French slime ball, Tony Parker. Number four, Steve Nash Fitness Clubs or Steve Nash Football Club. Yeah, that's a big shout out to the... Uh, the Victoria, greater Vancouver area. Yeah, yeah, Victoria, Vancouver area. Number three, we got Tim Duncan. Number two. International accounts. Yeah, number two... We got Dirk, and hopefully one day Luca. Yeah, so we've left space for two and one for Luca and Bogdan, but for the time being, we got number two Dirk, and um, uh, number one we got Hakeem. So that's a pretty solid list. I'll let you go with the honorable mention. Yeah, you can't you can't forget the Vlad father. Yeah, the GM himself, honorable mention. Got to shout him out. And college picking Nick Stauskas. Because he had a wonderful college career. Very good college player. Really not good in the pros. Yeah. So, that's it. So, that's the GOAT list. And uh, Now uh, it's time for your joke of the week. Yeah. So, uh, this week's joke was the uh, New Zealand All Blacks Sevens team at this Canada Sevens tournament. They lost to Spain. And it's never not funny. Yeah. So, there you go. That's it for this week. Tune in next time. We'll oh, see you later. Hopefully we've gained some ground on uh, who's ever in eighth. We'll see you later.